Well, we made it, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to an unstamped letter. Was it smart of me to start a podcast near test season, exam season? No, but you know what? At least I finally started one, you know? It's been a wild few weeks, which is why you haven't heard from me. But, you know, let's let's get into it. I have had a lot in my mind recently, which I mean, I always do, but my head has been particularly full over the last few weeks, and something that's been a particular challenge that I'm trying to find my way through and navigate is ADD. I've been recently diagnosed, and by recently, I mean this year. I was diagnosed in Feb, but it's still you know, needing to adjust dosages and seeing how it works for me and figuring out, you know, what works for me when I need to work for longer periods of time and versus, um, you know, because like when you study is very different from when you're just in lectures. So navigating that has been difficult. Um, and I mean... <laughs> Currently, I am recording this as my parents are on their way to come and fetch me. And I've been meaning to record this for two weeks. So, you know, just that pressure has motivation to actually get going on something. The girls who get it, get it. The girls who don't, don't. You know? Um, Let's talk about the rise of Be Real. At first, I was like... Oh my goodness, so cute. Well, actually, at first, I didn't even know about it. Because I think I literally came out of an exam and then everyone got their Be Real notifications and everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's Be Real time. And I was like, what, what is that? And then I got introduced to it and I was like, oh my gosh, so cool. Because, you know, so often we are disconnected for each other. I always think about this paradox of modernism. And, you know, living in the 21st century of immense technological innovation and how, you know, we're becoming increasingly interconnected as people, but also just as a society, you know, if there is um, a war or any other kind of significant event that happens in a different country, it has a huge impact worldwide. But also, you know, just in the ways that we live our day-to-day lives, despite the fact that we are becoming more interconnected, there's also a sense of distance that is there that I just, it's on my mind all the time. Like, we, I think there are so many attempts to try and bridge that gap that just feel inauthentic you know like be real for example it feels like people are putting out artificial authenticity because like there's no penalty or anything for posting late you know but that i'm not saying the app should pen like penalize you but you know 
I feel like some people might like wait or something to post when they're having more fun instead of actually being real. Like most of the time I'm fresh out the shower, laying in my bed or studying. And then a lot of the times I'll see other people like out or doing like quote unquote cool things and it makes me feel so inadequate and bad about myself. And so like I've been wanting to delete it for a long time and I finally did this week. Um, I don't even know if it worked because it just gives you an option to log out and delete the app. So I don't know how that works, but I'm not on it anymore. And honestly, like I feel so much better because that part of my day would make me feel so terrible about myself. And you know what? Recently, I have been making decisions to protect my peace. And I think that that's the most important thing, you know, at the end of the day you got to do what's best for you. But yeah, that's been on my mind a lot. Um, yeah, artificial authenticity, man. You know, people just pro- project this highlight reel of their lives. And I feel like companies and a bunch of other things try and bridge the gap. But it just, I don't know, it just plays into that even more. It's just... It's so odd, and I don't know how we're going to find our way back to, like, proper, um, just, like, honest human connection and honest presentation of ourselves. I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if this is, if I'm reaching here, but I, I'm going to try my best to embody that. What even? How is it October? Time is a construct. Time is a weird soup. I kept telling myself um, in September, like, oh, applications for postgrad only close at the end of October, so I have two months left to apply. And then I realized, um, no, it's nearly at the end of September. And continuing that whole thing of, I guess, feeling disconnected, which you know, as you can tell, I think about it a lot, is, you know, obviously I'm thinking about the end of the year and reaching the end of my degree. Um, And despite my overthinking about, like, well, ideally I'd want to switch universities for my postgrad, which is also another thing of, like, you know, I'm scared of being disconnected from my friends who are on, you know, the campus of my current university and all that stuff. But with the end of year approaching you know summertime sadness i always feel it it always hits december you know when you're in high school it's a lot easier because obviously like you know it's i guess local like everyone generally that goes to high school lives in the area but when you go to university it's this unique experience of so like people from so many different backgrounds provinces and and so on that obviously in the holidays people go home and then i'm like well damn (laughs) uh and it's it's just i don't know it's such a weird feeling because obviously we're all really busy during the term especially second semester like yeah second semester in your final year I I don't want to even talk about it. But anyways, 
yeah, it's just like you feel so disconnected from each other because you have so much work to do. But also like you all understand like the obligations. And then the holiday comes, and then everyone has to go home and then you can't see each other as well. It's just a lot. And so I've been thinking about that. And like obviously like you can chat over the phone, but it's not the same and you know, blah blah blah. So that's been on my mind. But yeah. Final term as an undergrad though, like that's a win. And I've been reminded by many of the wonderful people in my life to just, you know, take it day by day, do your best and leave the rest. Um and appreciate every small win when you can because you need to and you know it's okay to rest um you know that's what people tell me and that's what I try and tell people but it is harder to put in practice but I'm trying to get better at it I'm trying to plan my study schedules um in a really good way and I'm actually like very proud of myself for the decisions I've been making recently regarding my academics and my mental health and trying to protect my peace. The biggest thing for me that has gotten me through honestly since July especially like I've been going through a rough time has been my friends and family like just be there for each other it's so hard to exist right now let me tell you with load shedding my kettle broke and my mental health at that at that time was absolutely horrendous like the gate to my complex wasn't working i was running late and then my friends like they were keeping me seats in class taking notes for me it, it's like the softest purest form of love and then they bought me a new kettle listen i the way I cried so just you know be gentle and kind with people around you every bit counts and your end of year burnout hey because why is time speeding ahead like this it's like I've been speaking to people about it and it's like nothing we do can possibly catch up to the expectations that we're expected to meet and like especially as I mean I'm sure everyone feels this way, but I think people who are neurodivergent, um, where it feels, I mean, generally, that it takes like a thousand times more effort and time to do things that quote-unquote should be simple, even just like waking up, getting dressed, leaving the house to go to campus. And now with like these increased expectations, especially with load shedding and like a bunch of other stuff, it's like, what do you mean I have to do an assignment too and that it's 50% of my mark and I need to think about graduating and you know just a lot this is very scary I also think that the only response to existing in a society that rejects you and is built to reject you is to break down so neurodivergent people really do the most yet still shame ourselves and again you just gotta be gentle with yourself and choose the best for your mental health and like you don't have to subscribe to what everyone else is doing like for example I didn't write the first opportunity for one of my tests I took the supplementary so I had more time but even though it was better for me 
and the test went so well. I haven't gotten the mark back yet, but like I was so ecstatic about it. And I acknowledged that it was better for me. I still felt this weird sense of shame. But I also think, I mean, I think generally there is this weird guilt and shame around that. But I think especially in the faculty that I'm in. Um, But I think at a time of burnout, you do need to be very strategic with your choices and protect your mental health. Which is something, as I said, that I've been trying to practice lately. So yeah, celebrate all your little wins. I also realized that sometimes you won't even know that you're burned out. Because, you know, you're healing and so on. Well, it's not that I don't think it's work that I'm doing. It is, but I don't process it, I guess, as work. Because you don't feel mental exhaustion in the same way that you feel sore muscles. You know, like I'll get a headache. Or I'm like, "Mm, why does my head feel like it weighs a ton? Or just, just so many things. Why do I have like back pain or neck pain? Why am I so tense? Um, yeah. So yeah, if there is anything that you're going to take away from our little chat, it's celebrate the little wins, be kind to yourself and everyone around you. And um, yeah, all of my best wishes. Love, Kel.